Well, periodically over the next probably three or four months, I'd like to share some meditations from Psalm 103. We're just going to look at uh, verse 1 today. I'll read verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 103. And that psalm begins, a psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So we'll just look at verse 1 briefly today. And David is starting this psalm, which is a psalm of praise and devotion. It's a song. And he begins it by telling himself, essentially, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Speaking to himself in, in a prayer. All that is within me, bless his holy name. And he repeats this exhortation to himself uh, in verse 2, if you notice that. And then at the end of the book, uh, he ends by exhorting angels and servants of the Lord and even all his works, all God's works, and all places of his dominion. He says right at the end, bless the Lord, O my soul, again. And essentially, he's stirring, his, stirring up his soul. He's stirring up his soul to exalt the Lord, and he's doing it by talking to himself, by singing to himself, actually. Now, talking to yourself, I found out, I did a quick search, talking to yourself, put that in there. It turns out it's fairly universal, fairly common across cultures. And uh, it's so common that it now has a, a name. Uh, it, it's called private speech. I thought that was a little weird. I, I, I know the word soliloquy. It's Latin. It means solo, licor. It means speaking to yourself, a soliloquy. And it, it's used a lot in dramas, you know, the, the actors speaking to himself so you know what's going on in his head. Uh, and, it, and I looked and it said most research on this private speech is done just on children because they do it a lot they, when they're playing and when they're, whatever they're doing. Uh, it's part of normal development, I guess. And uh, it, you know, it's kind of like thinking out loud. Now, maybe some of you adults do this also. I will not ask for you to raise hands. Uh, and I read that this also may be a very helpful thing to do uh, for adults, too, in a limited fashion, of course. And uh, one opinion I read said that it's an indication of a person who's very bright. And so I thought, wow, maybe I should be speaking to myself more. But I don't think it works that way, exactly. In fact, I, I don't really know if this, that is much true. You know, I, I just looked that up quickly. But King David did this in several psalms for a good reason, led by the Holy Spirit. And I believe it is certainly helpful, and it's okay, to speak out loud to the Lord by praying out loud and to speak the mighty word of God out loud, knowing that the Lord hears us. And uh, he is pleased when we do that. And uh, I believe by doing that, it reinforces, essentially, our heart, you know, our desire uh, it reminds us, basically, of the obligation that we have to give all praise and honor and glory to the Lord our God, to our Creator, and to our Redeemer. Now, David here is stirring himself up to the duty of praise. That's how Matthew Henry, in his commentary, said. He said he's stirring, he's stirring himself up to the duty of praise. We all have that same duty. And uh, he's stirring himself up, led by the Holy Spirit, to praise God for his goodness to him, for his favor to him, particularly in verses 3 through 5. We'll go through that uh, later on the, the benefits that we have in being in Christ. And then to the church in general, we should uh, also give thanks. And then in verses, that's in verses 6 through 18. And then verse 19, to the whole world, uh, the kingdom over which the Lord rules. 
So we're to stir ourselves up, brothers and sisters, to praise the Lord God for his holiness and to praise him uh, at the soul level, actually in every level, that we can do that. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. With everything he has given us, we are called to exalt his name. We're to love and praise the Lord with all our heart and our soul and our mind. In fact, that, you know, with everything that we, we have that he's given us, and all that is within us is to be engaged in praising his holy name. After we rejoice in the table of the Lord this morning, and then after the prayer of thanksgiving, we'll be singing uh, the first in that set of songs, To God Be the Glory. I think everybody here knows that song. To God Be the Glory. It's, uh, it's very well known. And when we sing that song, I'd like to urge you to remember that we are to bless the Lord with all that is in us. Or to think about it clearly. Um, you know, that, that song, it'd be easy to coast because we all know that song very well. But I'd like you to be engaged with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. In, in uh, commenting on this, Charles Spurgeon said, it would be shameful to offer him, the Lord, anything less than the utmost our souls can render. It would be shameful to offer him. This is an offering when we come and sing in his name, when we worship him, when we come to the table. It would be shameful to offer him anything less than the utmost our souls can render. So don't just sing loudly. I mean, it's okay to sing loudly. It's okay. I, I really enjoy it. In fact, when visitors come or people who are starting to attend our fellowship come, I usually say to them at some point, you know, it's okay to sing joyfully here. And it's okay to sing loudly here, too. You know, it's okay. Go ahead. Uh, sing with zeal. And, and, and so don't just sing loudly. Don't just sing skillfully either. Praise the Lord that many of you do sing skillfully. But even if you can't sing loudly or skillfully, sing joyfully with all your heart. That is the purpose, led by the Holy Spirit, to, to worship him. And then also focus uh, in your mind. The Lord has given us a mind to think about the words even as we sing them. We are capable of doing that. So focus on the words of this song, To God Be the Glory, when we first sing that. And like I said, it's easy to just sing it. And we might not even consciously think of the words that much. But we should try not to do that. Uh, we should try to think of the meaning of what we're singing, what we are saying, offering to the Lord. It's an offering to the Lord. We should have our minds engaged. Matthew Henry said, in singing this psalm, and I would say any psalm, hymn, or spiritual song. And he said, in singing this psalm, we must in a special manner get our hearts affected with the goodness of God and enlarged in love and thankfulness. That's what we, how we should feel when we are singing these songs. So may that be true of us this morning as we participate in uh, the communion uh, that we have with the Lord together. And uh, may our, our hearts be enlarged in love and thankfulness to him. May your hearts and your mind and your soul say to the Lord, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you are worthy of all praise and adoration, and you are worthy to be blessed with all that is in us, with every part of us, with our mind and our will and our emotions. We Partake now of these elements, remembering your goodness to us and your great love for us with thankful hearts. 
And we praise you for the work of the Lord Jesus on the cross to redeem us and to make us a part of your family. And we remember the cost to do that. The blood of the Lord shed for us and his body broken for us. And we do bless you this morning, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.